this week we get hot and sweaty for Coachella, shed more tears for LucasArts, and learn that size really does matter. Stick around and find out why. All that and more here on Nerd Friday. It's okay to stay in. It's okay to stay in. Hello, everyone. Hey. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. How's it going? It's good. You're here with Nerd Friday, good old episode three. Episode three, you guys. Three, episode three. Way to hang in there. I know. <laughs> Glad you've been with us this whole time. Um, this is Sabrina. And this is Christy. And we're glad you can stay in with us. So, Christy, what what have you been up to this week? Oh, well, uh, you know, I did one kind of cool thing this week. I don't want to say kind of cool. It was pretty awesome. Um, I got to visit Pixar. What? This week. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably really loud. <laughs> Technical difficulties. I can't hear myself. Um, yeah, it was awesome. My uh, husband works at Pixar, and we had some family in town, and we took them on a tour. Um, generally, the place is open kind of in the atrium, the middle of the building, but we got approved for VIP access, so we got what? to go back like where the artists actually work. I had no idea your husband was a VIP. I know. I didn't either. <laughs> That's I, this, rad. This doesn't happen very often, but essentially, it's, going back there and seeing where these people work is one of the top, and I've said this before, top 10 moments of my life. Oh my God. Honestly. I'm going to go. I know. It's going. just like they get to decorate their cubicles and their offices um, with all kinds of amazing things. Like one dude turned his entire wall and door into a castle made of foam. What? Another one. I've looks, seen pictures of this actually. Yeah. I've, I've dreamt of yeah. cool space like this. Yeah. And like... there's like working bars, working stages. Uh, one person has like a Japanese style house built out of the front of his, his office. It's amazing. Oh my, so how, does everybody back there get to? Not everyone that? does it, but you're you're basically given the option. You have to pay for it yourself. So you just like you ask facilities to get you the materials that you want, and they help you get it together. That is so cool. Yeah. Like, the, like there's. I remember there was an article God, years ago that I saw. It might have been even in a print magazine. Mm-hmm. If you remember those, um, that was just like cool office spaces. And I just remember there was like a row of houses. Like yeah. everybody had different yeah. houses. Oh, it's so rad. It's like the original, like, you know, startup, I feel like. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So you got to go backstage. Yeah, and- I got to go backstage. And then I just recently also saw an, saw an article that they're going to be building a Monsters Inc. land at Disneyland. What? Which I think is going to be pretty cool because you know the, the doors. I was going to say, is there a ride? That yeah, the can, ride. Like- there will be a door ride. What? Yeah. Oh my god, I am so like um, my mind is blown because I, I was actually going to ask you, is it going to be the door yeah, ride? Yeah, the door ride. It's going to be <gasps> so sweet. Yeah. So, I'm excited about that, but it's kind of been like Monsters University all week for me. Yeah, so. didn't you get an actual like student ID? I did. Yeah, in the lobby you get to take your photo um in like, you know, the Monsters University ID and then they have they have um, a new Sully and Mike at the entrance that they're younger cuz they're in college and they you can take a photo with them and then they have this huge um, sort of entryway that looks made out of cardboard, but it looks like the entryway to the school. Oh man. Um, I'm gonna but have to check this out. I guess this week was press press week for them for mm-hmm. the for the movie and they had rows and rows of um uh, like student sign up tables where you can sign up for like scare class and like all these cool I wanna take a scare class. I know it looks so cool. Pretty, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. What'd you do this week? Um I did some kind of nerdy things but not nearly as fun. It was <laughs> it was good. I was at um I was at UC Santa Cruz which is my alma mater go banana slugs. Um Wait, I was there banana slugs? Yeah that's the, the Are you kidding? <laughs> It's actually, it's ridiculous. The UC Santa Cruz mascot is a banana slug. Wow. Uh, says a lot about that school, I will tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no sporting, there's not a lot of emphasis on sports. There's no real frats or sororities. And um, apparently, I think it was originally the, like, the sea otter or the sea lion or something. Which would and, make sense. But in the 80s, they did, like, a student body vote and the banana slug won because the campus is, like, a freaking national forest mm-hmm. and they're everywhere. There's, okay. as you're walking around, there's just, like, green lush nature and all these disgusting bright yellow so it makes sense it makes sense it's still weird yeah still weird but yeah go go mighty banana banana slug slug. go slugs but um yeah so i was at i was there for um the society of women engineers their regional conference was being held at ucsc yeah it was pretty it was pretty cool there was um claudia galvin was uh the woman who gave the lunchtime keynote and it was pretty it was pretty cool I have to say, she talked a lot about how just one person can make a difference. You know, she obviously, since the Society of Women Engineers, there was obviously like 
emphasis on the fact that women only make up 18% of, you know, engineers. Um, all, you know, I'm, and I'm not sure where that stat, I can't exactly quote it. I don't know if she's like looking at that like 18% of like bioengineers right. or electrical engineers or computer scientists. Um, I don't know exactly, but, uh, it's 18%. And so there, it was a pretty, pretty interesting keynote about how just helping to support each other, just one person can make a difference and, um, make changes. And it was mm -hmm. just, it was really cool. But it, I have to say it was really surreal. Um, I hadn't been back in many, many years to the old classrooms. Right. Um, and I was in the classrooms and I actually like test, I texted my best friend, um, to tell, to say like file, like with a photo of the classroom. And I was like, file under things I never thought I'd do again. <laughs> sit in a lecture Go in this room because <laughs> I went to the conference. So I, I sat through some of the sessions and there was one and I, I just like, I actually, I felt, I felt bad because I couldn't focus on what they were talking about. Cause I just kept being like, Oh, and that's probably where I took that final. Oh, and I remember <laughs> that. Oh, and that's where I slept a lot. <laughs> like, you know, like when you go back to elementary school and the place seems so much smaller, oh, you it, get that feeling. It too? did. It, it did. It felt a lot smaller and bigger at the same time because UC Santa Cruz is becoming a much bigger engineering school, which is really mm -hmm. awesome. I mean, they're so close to the Silicon Valley, um, have a lot of presence there, but there's now like two engineering buildings. Whereas before we had part of one. Oh, um, wow. and, but yeah, the classroom felt a lot smaller. Like in my head, it's it was so weird, a huge probably auditorium. The same as you are in college. <laughs> yeah. Only now you know, a little bit more focused. Um, you know, cause now I enjoy all the, doing all the reading assignments. Right. Whereas back then I might not have, but, um, 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 sorry, I keep saying, um, but speaking <laughs> of the reading assignments, I read this article this week about how there, like, a lot of professors now, like it's with, um, books being all like ebooks electronic. and electronic yeah. that professors will be able to tell whether or not you've been reading the books. No, that's not fair. No. Cause like you could be really good and not read a book. Exactly. <laughs> what if I already read it? Good point. What if you already read it? Yeah. Or what if you're old school and you just really want to get a you really paper, book. paper. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know all the details. I just remember thinking like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't think I would like that mostly because I, I, I love writing, but I hated reading in school. Mm -hmm. And so I never read the books. I just would like, you know, browse through the chapters. Yeah. It just came through and like, you're like, Oh, do I need this? Like, Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they're because this professor loves talking about this topic. I should probably read up on that. Right. A little bit more. Yeah, it was... Um, so so then, does that mean that all schools are going to require e-book readers or I mean, tablets? I, I would imagine going forward that it would be. Like, I would, it feels so... Like, I'm sure campus bookstores are freaking out how they're going to make money because yeah. you know they gouge you on those prices. Totally. <laughs> like, this textbook costs $900. Um, on the upside, though, I guess, like, maybe kids won't have as many back problems. Right. <laughs> Books <laughs> or like being like, oh, I forgot it. Yeah. Oh, like, it was, yeah. But although I guess if you got your all your books on a tablet stolen, that would probably really suck. Eventually, they're just gonna have to do like um, Surface desks, so you can oh. just like log in and just read oh, your book right on the surface. That's of the cool. Desk. I don't think that's gonna happen at any <laughs> any state funded college. Well, we were, I mean, soon. I've been to CES and we've seen the Microsoft Surface. It's pretty awesome if they could just like scale that down. Yeah, it, maybe. I mean, that would kind of go, um, go hand in school, hand right. with one of the other things that I read an article about this week was, um, something called crystal board. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not like boards made of crystal meth or anything like that. <laughs> it's like, it's crystal boards. And so it's uh, a replacement for whiteboards and chalkboards. And it's just like, Oh, um, is it like a big TV? I'm not a hundred percent sure to be honest, but, uh, maybe I but. may have seen this at CES too then. Yeah. Um, it's just like a giant, it looks like a whiteboard. But it's shaped like a TV. It's got like, you know, the the outer kind of bezel of a TV. And then you just use a pen and it writes like a whiteboard. You can erase it and it's got like, you can change the surface so it looks like a chalkboard or a whiteboard or all kinds of different things. And you can show photos and you can just like... Oh, that would be cool. Like, that would be cool. Not like minority report shit, yeah. but like, you know, <laughs> school stuff. School stuff. Not any of that advertising future right. scariness. You know, the crystal boards were... Um, it's just like a liquid crystal based writing board huh. to take place of a, of a blackboards, yeah. black, like whiteboards and blackboards. And actually speaking of blackboards, the, the most surreal thing wasn't being in my old classrooms. It wasn't being on my old campus. wasn't seeing nasty banana slugs. 
it was um, at this panel that I was speaking on, we all decided to write our email addresses on the board so that everybody would be able to contact us afterwards because um, they, for whatever reason, weren't printed in the, <laughs> in the thing. And it was a chalkboard. No. Like, I... And it just dawned on me. I was like, you guys, this is such a weird smell. And the other people on the panel were like, what are you talking about? I was like, when was the last time you ever smelled chalk? <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about? It has yeah. A very distinct smell. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I smelled some, I smelled some, did some chalk sniffing. Sniffed some chalk. No crystal meth. What yeah. chalk? Exactly. Not the crystal board. Right. The chalk boards. Right. Yeah, that is weird. But yeah, that was kind of surreal. I guess you don't need, I guess I don't think about it because I don't ever venture into too many classrooms these days. But yeah, I mean, why would they need to? It kind of blew. It was clearly it an old classroom right. that you know needs some renovation, but yeah. wasn't it wasn't part of the shiny new the new buildings there. But um, it was old school. Yeah, no old school. Old school. Speaking of old school, yeah, uh, we we touched on this last week, <laughs> but we're it's a week later, still sinking in. We are still shedding many tears, but Lucas Arts, we're, we're pouring changing, out, pouring out pouring this out drinks and- for you. Uh, pouring out one for our homies at LucasArts. I'm still horribly saddened by this news. If you did not hear, uh, LucasArts is closing down. The, uh, I guess their Disney overlords have seemed uh, deemed fit. Close them down. So we are drinking, uh, we have a couple drinks for tonight's show. The first one. We're doubling up too. We don't even just have one drink. We each have two drinks tonight. Post it on our Instagram account, Nerd Friday Show, you can see. But the first drink this evening is what I'm calling an alien mind bender in honor of good old Zach McCracken and the alien mind benders. And it is, uh, it is bourbon and raspberry liqueur and orange juice. And if it, yeah, it stings just like the news <laughs> it and it burns going down just like my heart. Exactly. But it's so sweet. Just like your memories, <sighs> just like your memories. Um, yeah. So, so, um, if you have not actually played LucasArts games, uh, shame on you. You did not do your homework. Shame, shame. Shame, shame. Uh, the homework was to play Monkey Island. It's available on iPad. Um, and also there's been a couple, obviously there's emulators and there's remakes and, you know, Telltale did their own new Monkey Island. Um, and if you haven't played Monkey Island, shame on you. And if you have played Monkey Island, please go out and play Maniac Mansion, Zach McCracken, all those other games. And if, you're like, I don't want to play old school games. I'm new school. You just, I mean, you have to get a foundation, right? Yeah. So, like, you should play these games, and they're available. Um, but they, LucasArts did make some really good current games as well. Right. For example, I was a big fan of Star Wars The Old Republic, um, which is a MMORPG. MMORPG, massively uh, multiplayer online role-playing game. So massive. it's massive and it takes up a massive amount of time because you just get so sucked into this world, um, that everybody's living in. Um, and in particular, this one, of course, is Star Wars. But if you never played Star Wars Old Republic, you could also check out something like DC Universe Online, uh, which remind, or of course, World of Warcraft, which is probably the most popular one. Um, popular of the MMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMMM
Um, if you loved those, if you haven't played them, give them a spin. And if you did love those, you should, I mean, obviously they paved the way for, you know, Tomb Raider and Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted. Wow. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's a game called that, uh, is from the, I believe it's from the mid nineties, but it's available on iPad now called Broken Sword. Mm. And that's a fun little game. Very, very much in the spirit of LucasArts games. Very much, uh, perfect for fans of Indiana Jones as well. Um, some of the other games that one of the other games that actually stood out a lot for LucasArts, I believe is Grim Fandango. You know, I never played that one. Totally tongue in cheek, total fun. Uh, very, very film noir, if you will. And, um, I think it kind of paved the way in a way for like Phoenix, Wright, Ace attorney, you know, has that kind of weird humor noir kind of style obviously la noir and so many other games so it's just a yeah they i feel like LucasArts really did um sort of pave the way for a lot of more popular games i mean you gotta start somewhere you gotta Everybody's start got somewhere their you know and then obviously there's a lot of we've talked about them last week um and i'm just shout them out again because i'm a huge nerd fan but you know all the folks at double fine and telltale you know like the walking dead game from mm-hmm. telltale that's gotten to be really Really, really popular, popular and you know i think without lucas arts we wouldn't have these games so mm-hmm. lucas arts ching 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 this one's to you all right um so that w- oh and actually two other things really quickly on lucas arts and uh, i saw both of these on kotaku but there was an a uh, video post about everything i learned i learned from lucas arts or everything i need to know i learned from lucas arts we'll put it up on the blog a link to it. Definitely worth checking out. Really fun. Like lots of little snippets. Mm-hmm. Really great trip down memory lane. And then there was you a might really. Cry. You'll probably cry. You might cry. And if you don't cry at that, even though I'm dead inside, I have to say, <laughs> remember from last week, you'll know. Cold hearts. Cold hearts. There was also really touching eulogy in portraits. Mm. Um, it was like uh, 30 portraits of people who work at LucasArts and some quotes. And if you don't cry at the everything you need to know that you learned in LucasArts, you'll cry at this. Or, or if you don't, you might be dead inside. Dead inside. And I don't think there's anything we can do for you then. Yeah. Sorry so, about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, since we're talking about games, I just have to bring up this um, the story that I read about EA being the worst company in America. Worst company? Like... I know. That's kind of a big statement. Oh, a lot of really crappy companies. Yeah. Um, so apparently this is a consumerist poll. Um, where was it an online poll? It was an online poll. <laughs> I Nerds, know. You're giving us a bad run. I know. I guess if this is true to your heart, then you got to let the world I, know. I just feel like it's kind of um, nerd rage is taking over in this case, and it doesn't deserve the title. Although it is the second year in a row it's won. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's got to be, I guess, something I behind it. Have friends that work there, and they might agree. So really? <laughs> okay, well, I don't have anybody. I don't, know. I don't have any friends there, but I'm not going to out them. Yeah. You know, respect their privacy. But so uh, basically, um, consumers put up this poll, and people voted on the worst company in America, and EA won. And I read in a few stories that it may have been based on the botched Sims launch. Can you? Can you? What happened? So I, you know, I, I read some stories about the Sims not being completely ready to to push out and there were some bugs and like things happened and shit blew up and maybe not blew up, but people were angry about the launch of this game. It wasn't ready. It's because it's their virtual world. They need virtual virtual reality is getting bigger again. So, and I just think, like, the, the company in the second place was Bank of America, followed by, like, Comcast, and I I, I wouldn't feel like Comcast is worse. I would I would agree with you there. Because it's always causing me problems. Yeah, and their time windows. Oh, <laughs> you have to be available from 8 a.m. to, like, 10 p.m. Yeah, and then I, I actually, there was one time, the guy was like, it was like 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Which is it, ridiculous. It was 6 o'clock. No one showed up. 6.10, I get a call saying they'll be there in a half an hour. Half hour goes by. I get another call saying they'll be there in an hour. The guy showed up at like 9 o'clock. And who, who wants a strange dude in your house at 9 o'clock? <laughs> Nobody. I, I needed the internet, so I, I guess I did. I was like, sure, come on over, <laughs> And dude. that's the problem right there. Because they have us by the balls. Yeah. Because but... we need our internet. 
And we will sit around and wait all day for but them. Apparently, to everybody who's voting for this, I guess it's not as bad. They're more invested in their their virtual world. I don't know. I just kind of feel like <sighs> excuse me, EA can't be that bad, but it's the consumerist. So I mean, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? I don't know. I mean, do you think EA is the worst company in America? Did you vote in this poll? Let yeah. us know. Yeah, and if they're not, who is? Who is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Who is? Who is the worst company? Do you agree with me that it should probably be Comcast, or is it some? I feel like I'm just agreeing with you to agree with you right now (laughs) because I'm I'm so angry about it. I'm like, oh, she's got a good point. Uh, (laughs) There's probably worse. I just have to give it some thought. Yeah, I don't know. Some thought at Nerd Friday Show. At Nerd Friday Show, tell us what you think. So, um, but there's got to be some other companies that are. Where's the best company list? Google um, always falls at that, the yeah, that list. Google falls at that list it's because they get free lunches. I mean, come on. Think yeah. about it. They get all that free shit. Oh, they get like, free lunches. They get like massages and bikes and gyms. And I have a really good friend of mine. Her old roommate worked at Google and like weekly she'd be like, I'm going for the Google lunch. And she was pretty excited. And, um, what is the Google lunch? The Google lunch is amazing. So this is the Google San Francisco, which is not as awesome as, as Google Mountain Dew. Right? Come on. The mothership. That's where all the good stuff's at. You gotta take a bus to get there. Um, but it's it's still pretty amazing. You get, it's just essentially like a cafeteria with really great food, lots of different options, and it's all free, completely free. And that's the part. Even for your guests, your guests are just totally free. Wow. I mean, think about it though. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You're probably working all the time. You're working all the time, but you don't mind. You get the free gourmet lunch. The problem is right now there are actually a lot of uh, tax professors and tax uh, experts, if you will. That are wondering if this free lunch shouldn't be taxed. They're saying it's it's income. It's income that you're earning. You as an employer earning it. So you should be taxed on it. Damn the man. Damn the man. <laughs> I think they're just jealous. They are. I, mean, I am. I'm so jealous. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. No. Tax people. <laughs> Tax people. They ain't ready for this jelly. Or the peanut butter <laughs> on their sandwiches or either. Or free lunch. Damn. Free lunch. So anyways. Ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Apparently not. As they say. <laughs> As they say. Um, but, you know, maybe that's all right. Because if you're eating a lot of that free lunch, mm. you're going to be packing on the pounds. Right. And that might embarrass you when you head on into Bloomingdale's. Say what? Bloomingdale's. Yeah. <laughs> According to an article I read um, on Mashable, actually, there is a company called, are you ready for this? <laughs> Meality. No. <laughs> Me. Ality. Shut up. And they're doing body scanners to help you find the perfect fit. And they've, I think, implemented them in five different Bloomingdale's. I know, I think might all be on the East Coast. I don't remember where they are. I know one of them's in New York, but yeah. So they scan your bod in order to find the perfect pair of jeans. Yeah, you need the perfect fit. It's a digital. Or so it's not even just jeans. It's I don't know if it's fit. Yeah, I think it's uh, perfect fit for things. It is a digital sizing station. Wow. So, um, and it's actually not the only company. There's another company called True Fit, but Meality wins for the bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> Big pun. Um, so wait a minute. So you get your body scan and they ship you clothes or they, they, do, they give you a printout, uh, that has like online profiles, things, clothes that they think will fit you better. They're actually apparently in 30 malls nationwide. Who Why wants have I to not, do this? I kind of. I kind of do. I don't... This is like one of those x-ray body scanning machines that everybody hates. Like, what well, makes it okay in a mall? <laughs> because they're going to tell me what clothes I can wear. I don't get and it. I never, ever... Like, if I go into the into the little booth once into the digital sizing station and never have to go and get naked in a fitting room again, kind of... It's kind of okay. I guess. Unless you lose or gain weight. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you forgot about <laughs> oh, that. That's never happening. Right. Right. <laughs> Okay, sure. Then, oh man, I but it's to combat. Apparently, though, the reason I mean, and I understand why this is an interesting technology. It's to combat the sizing variance from store to store. That is true. Because you might be a size four here and a size eight here, and then you just go home and eat a pint of ice cream, and then you're you like, I'm being fat a size ten anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, you know, size matters, Christy. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I was just about to say, hey, Sabrina, did you hear about this story? <laughs> Come on, lay it on me. What it story? says that, now this is science. 
All right. Science says. Science doesn't lie. Science doesn't lie. That penis size actually matters. <laughs> wait, 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 science says that? I could have told you that without yeah, science involved. I mean, it's, there's, a, there's a study and everything. This is on popsci.com. And the study says that women who are given a choice of three different, uh, not even photos, it's like a representation of a body, that when given the choice of three, one being a short sort of squat man, the second being normal size, but kind of pudgy. Um, okay, so I forgot a whole about the penis size. So the short man <laughs> yeah, has... Wait a minute. The little guy has a little penis. The middle normal size guy that kind of has a little bit of a weird body has a normal size penis. And then the, the tall guy who has very slender body, like an athletic body with broad shoulders, has a big penis. <laughs> actually saw these photos are these like things and we'll put them up on the blog because they're definitely amazing i don't understand why anybody would ever choose body type one or I two mean, regardless regardless of the penis size if you put me next to like a victoria's secret model of course you're gonna pick the victoria's secret like model. my favorite was like the one in the middle was like schlubby looking yeah the one on the end has like a six pack in fact I didn't even know what the article was about at first. And I just saw the three pictures. And you picked the one on the right. And I was like, oh, the one on the right is the best. And then I was like, oh, wait, what does his penis look like? Oh, right. His penis is bigger. I want to know what they should have done is put the big penis on the weird looking schlubby guy. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Or maybe a few rounds, like the big penis, you know, switches. Right. And see what happens. Because I think... I actually just don't understand this study because if it had been the other way where it was like the big penis on a little schlubby guy, I bet like, you it, the results would not have been the same. No. And then I think the little schlubby guy, it would have been like, oh, could people being like, oh, look, penis size does matter here. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't get it. I don't Maybe get it. it's body type matters. I think it's body type matters because yeah. those other two bodies were weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. Pick between the swimmer and like the... The sloth. Sloth. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, it's like pretty much... Who's gonna pick the sloth? Yeah. Like, and by the sloth, I mean like... And it's not... I mean, they weren't even that bad. It, no, but it was it's just like, like... Compared to the swimmer. It was like obs, swimmer or be kind like, of like... Yeah. It was just, it was just A weird. normal dude. And then like it wasn't a short normal guy. dude. It was kind of... They're just the body looked weird. Yeah. Come on, please. It's obviously a biased or like guided result. Uh, yeah. I, I call... I call bullshit... But, that. but I, it's still funny. Yeah. I just think it's funny that it's science. Yeah. I guess it's not really science. <laughs> Penises matter. At least the sizes. Well. Um, even if they are apparently uh, postage stamp size. Did you, Christy, did you? <laughs> no, no. I, yeah. <laughs> Is that an awesome segue or what? I'm like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna bring you on over to this Whoa. story. No, the, I don't know if you're familiar with the comic book saga. I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, Brian K. Vaughn's. Uh, newish as in like the last year or so comic and unfortunately I actually have not read it uh, I do love his other stuff a lot but um, I'm kind of a binge comic book reader mm-hmm. I like I want them because one comic is like eight pages right. and then you're like what happens so I'm waiting for their, a big book but um, which I guess is a good thing because for a while this week it was touch and go on whether or not you would actually be able to read this particular issue on an iPad or on an Apple device, hmm. the app uh, Comixology wasn't publishing this episode or issue because of postage size images of um, gay sex scene. Oh, yeah. You know, speaking of penises, you like what I did there? Now I now I I get. Sorry, that was I, a stretch. I smell your stuff. Stretch like it. that long penis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, yes. <laughs> Anyways, the. The, for at first it was said that it was Apple who wasn't letting them publish this uh, particular imagery, which wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all, but slightly surprised because I know there's been some other graphic imagery in that, and there's other other graphic imagery in certain other comics. But I guess it was Comicsology who originally decided not to uh, run with the issue because they were afraid they would then get uh, in trouble with Apple. So you're saying they were staying in the closet. <laughs> they were staying in the closet indeed. But apparently they're coming out. They're having a big coming out party and the issue will be available again. Oh, good. Phew. God, finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally, that segment is over. <laughs> but speaking of shorties. All right. <laughs> oh, we're still rolling with this. 
right. Speaking of shorties, oh, tell so me. So the Shorty Awards happened this week. Um, and the Shorty Awards, if you aren't familiar, are um, they honor the best and brightest and most entertaining in social media. So that's like content creators for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that sort of stuff. Uh, all that newfangled social medias. And um, one of the best acceptance speeches I saw was from George Takei. Now, generally, the Shorty Awards, you have to, I believe you have to accept the award in 140 characters, but George had um, a video response, and he's just, like, he's one of my heroes, and oh, everything he does is magic, so. His Facebook account is amazing. It's so it's good. one of the only reasons I would, like, still use Facebook yeah. is to see what he's found on the Not internet. Not for the cat photos, but for George for Takei. George Takei. Yeah. So, I'm gonna, we'll put the, uh, the acceptance speech up on the blog. But um, if you did see the Shorty Awards, let us know who your, some, of, some of your favorites are. Because we're all over the social media. So maybe one day we'll be you know, nominated. Yeah, maybe. Just saying. Or, it's not like I've composed our 140 characters or less in my head or right. already or anything. Exactly. Wouldn't go that far. Um, you know, but if we ever were vote, uh, nominated for something, I would hope you'd vote for us. Yeah. In the same way that I really hope you're voting for your favorite hero over at the MTV Music Awards. Movie Awards. Oh, yeah, Movie Awards. Sorry. Yeah. Crap. Movie Awards. I don't have any music heroes on MTV. No. But the Movie Awards are this weekend, right? This yep, Sunday? this Sunday. And for the love of God. For the love of God, please, someone, don't let Kristen Stewart win. Right now, Snow White is in the lead. And she's... I, She's not a superhero, first of all. Yeah, is she's... it superhero or is it hero? I can't remember. I think it's it was hero. It was okay. your your vote so then, for your. So then she's valid, but still not deserving of a win. Did you see that movie? I watched the first maybe fifteen minutes of it and I had to turn it off. And I know we'll probably get some hate if anyone. Oh wait, wait, wait! Breaking news! Oh, breaking news! Bilbo is now in the lead. Thank God. Whoa. But it's, it's it's narrow. There's seven hundred and six thousand votes for Bilbo. 704,000 for Snow keep White. Keep it going for Bilbo. Let's keep it going. Or anyone else. Yeah. Well, although I guess maybe we should pick the front runner. Maybe we should stick with the I'm going to go with, oh, yeah, let's go yeah. with Bilbo. <laughs> Either way, put out your votes. Let's the nominees go. are Bilbo, Snow White, Iron Man, Batman, Catwoman, and the Hulk. Who's losing? The Hulk? The Hulk is losing. He's at 17,000 right now, and Catwoman's at 17.6. Iron Man's at 44. Batman's at 22. But yeah, it's very As close. of this moment. Yeah, when we checked earlier, Snow White was winning. We can't have that, so please do your part. Do your do part. Do your part for even if you didn't, Even if you didn't love The Hobbit as much as you loved Lord of the Rings, do your part. Whatever. Um, or The Hobbit. Yeah, do your part for The Hobbit. Yeah. Got two more movies coming. Get uh, excited. Woo! Speaking of MTV uh and the mtv movie awards there's something about a gif award yeah they're they're launching their giphy awards also i think it has something to do with now is it gif or is it jif jif uh, is a peanut butter to me yeah I gif always... is a animated or moving photo i always say gif i sometimes hear jif i yeah i agree with you jif is a peanut butter jif is a peanut butter okay but um that's anyway. not to say we're wrong or right um, you know, potato, potato, Christy, potato, potato, you know, <laughs> we're not calling this off though. They're, they are actually going to have a award show and it will honor memorable moments. Memorable, memorable, mm-hmm. memorable. These are strong drinks. You guys <laughs> yeah. honor memorable moments from the MTV movie awards. Um, and actually we're recording this before it airs, but community is having a really cool gift thing happening also during their episode that, would have aired yesterday for mm-hmm. you guys. So um, curious hopefully to see. Hopefully you got in on that. Hopefully you did. We tweeted about it. Follow us on at Nerd Friday Show. You mm-hmm. won't miss a thing. Nope. We're on top of it all. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gifts. Yes. Well, it's like a gift. Are, 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 I think. Are Vines gifts? Because they're like. I think it's kind of a gift. Right, but. You can't just, it's not like an image you can just I embed. So, but it's very similar. It's a similar to it's a, a six second uh, vine. Vine movie. I, I'm, I'm obsessed. Chris, what do you like think that? about vine? You know, I didn't, I didn't really get on board at first, but I think I'm, I think I'm on, I think I'm on board now. 
I like it. I mean, it's, I think the, one of the coolest things is how people are using it. Um, so whether it's like someone applying for a job or, you know, the, there's the whole six second video awards, I think that are happening soon. Can't remember what happened, where that's going on, but I'll, we'll it's find out and put it on the blog. After just six months, it's become the, like the number one app yeah. on the app store, like lots of vines. I wonder what the number of vines there are that's have been made. Question. We'd like to know if you know the answer. Tweet us at Nerd Friday Show. Yep. But so it's already number one, which is pretty great. And I mean, it's free and it's tied to your Twitter account. So that makes it easy. Yeah. Um, and there's some really, like Chrissy was saying, there's some really cool things that people are doing with it. There's like recording artists are doing mm. backstage glances. Paul McCartney had this fun, like animated paper stop yeah. motion thing that was like, guess this song. And nobody is getting it. I don't know. I'm sure people are getting it. I just might, the breadth of my it's Beatles so knowledge is pretty, uh, I guess if you were on like musical jeopardy, you would get that right away, but definitely. So yeah, it's uh, it's really cool the way that, that people are doing different things. There's a couple that I follow that are amazing and we'll post them, um, on our Twitter feed. So be sure to follow us at nerd Friday show, Yep. but there is some really rad stop, stop, motion animation it's the stop motion stuff that i really like yeah it's super creative i did one that i was like oh look this is peep and i ate it and i thought i was really cool <laughs> and then i saw this one and it had like all these paper rabbits jumping and all these things especially because oh. you can't edit and you can't yeah. pre-film it and post it's it later frustrating at the same time because if you mess up like i did multiple times in here in the kitchen before the show uh you just have start to do it over. over just yeah. just like stop animation i guess yeah Pretty pretty interesting though. Yeah. But like stop animation, you just like delete that one thing. You're like, oh, I get, yeah, you can delete that one frame, but you can't do that on Vine. God. Yeah, but very cool, very cool. Musicians, I'm sure there's lots of celebrities and stuff too that are mm -hmm. using it interestingly. But today we're gonna be talking a lot more for the rest of the time that we have. We're gonna be talking about uh music. Music. Music yeah. that's coming up. Um there's this little festival out in the desert, you may have heard of it. What's it called? Um I think it's Coachella, 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 um, and it's, it's definitely an experience. I think, uh, I may have been a few, too, a few years too old, uh, because I was basically just complaining about how hot it was and how far I had to walk <laughs> and how expensive the beer was and how there was no water. And like, I had a lot of things to say about it. The music was amazing, but there's a, there's a, a dark side to Coachella that I don't like, um, which is a totally different conversation, but I just, I feel like festivals... Ooh, tell and, us about the dark side. Well, I, I saw a lot of um, young girls, I know, <laughs> a lot of young girls passed out from either dehydration or drugs oh, and just Jesus. pushed to the side and alone. Like, and I'm like, where are your friends? Where are your friends? I can't imagine being your parent thinking that you were here and you not were knowing. too old to be there Christy I was way too old to be there and I just I feel like that girl could have just gone missing and no one would know what happened to her or she could be taken out into the tents and you know who knows dark what dark things happen right yeah let's not talk about that exactly so if you, that's if why you're I... going to Coachella and you see one of these girls help, help them, out. them give help them some them. water uh you know give them a blanket yeah. find them a just find him the rock aid. Find him, find find him something. Security guard. I don't know. Yeah, something. find him. Make him your friend. Yeah. And if you're going, have a buddy, buddy system. Yeah, and drink lots of water, please. Buddy up. Um, I heard that they're actually doing something called a water bar there this year. Oh, that sounds um, delicious. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and I've I've actually never been um, because by the time I decided I really wanted to go, I realized it was you're too old. too cranky to stand. <laughs> Too old. Like my friend Amy says it best. We were planning on going this year, and then she said, "Look, far too old to mm -hmm. stand in a dirty field mm. in the desert watching a giant television screen." Yeah, 
You know, Plus, I, let, let's not even get started on on the porta potties. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> you don't even, even want to think about it. I won't even begin. But yeah, there is a uh, a place called. There's going to be a water ball, ba- water bar, and it is going to have the latest in recycling energy and other sustainable themed things. Um, and it's, so it's not a place where you can get water. No, no, it is because it's apparently it's going to be in between the Mojave and the Gobi stages. And it will have a menu of 14 different types of filtered, recycled, and tap waters. There you go. I just hope that that shit doesn't cost an arm and a leg, because honestly... Bottles last year, or two years ago, were two bucks a piece. Wow. So there'll be 14 kinds. Um, Sounds a little San Francisco to me, in that the Mm -hmm. bartenders will tell you a story of each water and where it's coming from. Which means it's going to take too damn long, and people are going to get cranky, because I have to wait forever for water. (laughs) Water bar. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) But hey, it's going to be recycled and sustainable and all Whatever, that Whatever, give me the fucking water. Give me the goddamn water, people. <laughs> give me the water. Um, like last year, we had, there was some pretty cool technology, if you could call it that. The, yeah. The, come on. Tupac. Oh, the Tupac hologram. Oh, man. That was awesome and weird at the same it's time. It's really weird. I just... I can't imagine being there because you probably, if you were there and you were on some sort of drug or had a contact high, you were probably like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Oh my God, if I died. What's happening? I think I might've died. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's cool, but it's also really, really, yeah, really? it made me go really, and just, I don't know. Maybe we just let the man rest in peace. And at the same time, I'm like, what cool shit are they going to do this year? Yeah. Um, luckily they're going to be streaming it. Um, at youtube.com slash Coachella. You don't even have to go. No, and they just announced the set list times the other, yesterday, a couple days ago. So Is it all be... like early bird special? Totally early bird special. No, like, so I believe the Stone Roses, who are one of my favorite, although uh, that that's a whole other story. I think they might be terrible live, but I'm sure it'll be amazing. <laughs> I'm telling myself it's going to be terrible live because so, I'm not going. But I think they go on at like 11.40. P.M.? P.M., I could be wrong. Maybe it's 1040. Either way, the old lady in me was yeah, like, well, that, like is, that is bedtime. crazy. <laughs> you, will, you will have been there since 10 a.m. watching all of the bands. What are you doing? And then you have to come back the next three days? Yeah. That's um, part of the problem. But yeah, so because it is on Friday, it's actually, it'll be the, the day that mm. we air this show. Mm. I will be curled up. Watch with, it on YouTube. Watch it on YouTube and I'll be having one of these drinks. Oh, yes. The, the ding, second ding. drink that we're having is inspired by Coachella. Um, also inspired by one of the headliners this year, um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And this drink is called the Red Hot Chili Pineapple Margarita. And it is spicy. It is spicy and delicious. And we'll put the recipe on the blog. And also, we've actually posted a vine posted of the vine. ingredients already, so check that out. And you really should check it out, because Christy worked hard to make sure I she got like it right. Three different takes. <laughs> So we, we might have drank three different ones. We just maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like it's like the red hot chili peppers, blur. The one really the coolest piece of technology that is coming out of this year's Coachella is the freaking time machine. We are you are stepping back in a time machine. Yeah, like by going to Coachella, they will have transported you back till probably about nineteen 19- 1999? Uh-huh. I was just going to say 98, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I, there's a couple bands out there that are like, you know, they've traveled back in time for this mm-hmm. show. But yeah, I think there's New Order is one of the headliners. Yes. Uh, well, oh, obviously. Wait. Is it? Yeah, New Order is, he, well, maybe not the headliner, but they're playing like, they're the, the final, like one of the other stages. They're Got the it. last, they're the headlining on the other mm-hmm. stages. Yeah, they're on at the same time. Sigur Rós, so that's more of like 2000, right, 2001. Right, 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 right. There's... Uh, Violet Femmes are there this year. Oh my god! I think, is OMD there? And like that, you're like transporting yeah. yourself to 1988. So apparently, there's several time machines. You step yeah, in through several time Which one you want? Yeah. Um, and like Trent Reznor's new band is there. It's a new band. Yeah. Still Trent Reznor. Still, still going back to 1999. It's like really a testament to the fact that the 90s are back. They are back. They are back. And we just lived it twice. Yeah, that means that means we're getting old. <laughs> Let's not talk of this again. Uh, the other cool things, I think, just in general with festivals, uh, to bring it back to nerding out right, and right, technology, right. Uh, is the RFID wristbands. Those that, are pretty cool. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously they're used as your festival pass um, and you, so, you, know, you leave it on. You're not allowed to tamper it, tamper with it. They have the option to connect with the Facebook account. 
I don't know what Coachella is doing with that information. I actually went to, and this is totally nerdy sounding. I went to a Microsoft cons- uh, party. Oh, best coast played, so it can't be that nerdy. Right. But um, I went to a Microsoft party, and we had RFID bracelets, and there were all these stations all around the party that you would just like swipe, and it would automatically check you in, or mm-hmm. you would take photos at the photo booth, swipe your RFID chip, and it would post to your Facebook automatically. Like, you know, different things. I think they had something like that in the badges at CES this year. Mm-hmm. Um, although you probably don't want anybody to swipe that because they'll get your email address and then they'll spam you with marketing materials. <laughs> exactly. But I did get a lot of Microsoft marketing materials afterwards. That's what I got for a free Best Coast concert. <laughs> um, but the other cool thing I read is that you can load up funds on your bracelet. Now that is valuable. Right? If they could figure out how to make those things take your photos, and <laughs> also... You can just implant that in my wrist, and yeah. then I don't have to, like... Any more money? Like, I just feel like, swipe, yep. Bart card, swipe. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. I mean, people are like, we don't want the man to know all of our monies, and... The man already know knows your are, monies. But, like, just <laughs> put it in my wrist already. <laughs> I don't want to have to wear a wallet. I don't want to lose wallet. it. Like, oh, I hate carrying crap around. Yeah. Like, I hate purses. I just hate stuff. I just want to, like, have nothing. Now, so. do you say purse or do you say bag? I say bag. Although, if I'm going out, like, on a fancy, then it's a purse. Because mm-hmm. I switch it to the smaller thing. If it can hold a laptop, it's not a purse, ladies. Bag. I don't care what you call it. Like, it's not a purse. It's not a purse. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I digress. But, yeah. So, there's, uh, you know, RFID wristbands. There's... You know, I've, I've heard of bands. I don't know if this is going to happen at Coachella or not, but I've heard of bands who are actually have people text a certain number to request songs. No, that's cool. It's like a live radio request show. And play your hit. But you know what? They're going to play that shit they're anyway. They're going to play that anyway. But now you feel like you've taken part of it. Mm-hmm. There's solar powered stages at a lot of music festivals. I did see that when I was there as well. Um, and that was pretty cool. I mean, I can't even imagine how much energy that place takes up. Yeah. In one single weekend. Now there's two weekends of it. Two weekends. Can you imagine living in Palm Desert? Well, if you probably like you, I would Airbnb my house during this totally. time for like a bajillion dollars. Oh, yeah, so much money. Um, the other cool things that I've seen at concerts is the whole like smartphone, like having it synchronized. And yep. Coldplay did something a little while ago. Apparently, Brad Paisley oh. of uh, Accidental Racist fame. Oh my God! Wait, have <laughs> you guys heard of this song? <laughs> I was oh. waiting for the moment for, for Sabrina to talk about this so that I could talk about Brad Paisley's new song with LL Cool J. It's called Accidental Racist. Oh, the internets went wild about it, they which went is why a little bit wild. Why I'm justifying and allowing Christy to go on about this and nerd I just out want to recite it. a few lyrics for you because Wait, first tell us what it is. Okay, so this is not a joke, and this is not April Fools. <laughs> this is actually <laughs> happening. Uh, Brad Paisley. And um, collaborated with Ella Cool J on a song. It's called Accidental Racist. I can't find the damn thing anywhere online. We've just, looked. Just snippets now. Just snippets. I'm sure it's there. Come on. It's they got to be there start somewhere. a dialogue. How can they you start wanna, a dialogue if I can't hear this they shit? They want to start a dialogue, and the dialogue goes a little something like this. I'm just a white man coming to you from the Southland, trying to understand what it's like not to be... I'm proud of where I'm from, but not everything we've done. And it ain't like you and me can rewrite history. Our generation didn't start this nation. We're still picking up the pieces, walking on eggshells, fighting over yesterday, and caught between Southern pride and Southern blame. Damn, that's deep. Um, It is deep. My favorite line that I heard was actually, Yes. Because I can't walk a mile in someone else's skin. That is true. It's true. It's true. Oh, oh yeah, and it's... if you don't judge my do rag, I won't judge your red flag. <laughs> oh man, but why would you judge the cover by the book? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, oh man, if you have not heard of this whole fiasco, you really need to check it out. Like their their intentions, I think, were in the right place. I don't think they meant to go set out to do something this it just, ridiculous. It's it's very it, misguided. It's misguided, but also it sounds like shit. Like the clips that I've heard. The song is not good. Yeah, if the song was good, I think people might forgive them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not good at all. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. It's terrible. But the thing that, uh, the reason I brought up Brad Paisley. Brad is not going to be at Coachella, so. He's not going to be there, but uh, on the, I believe it was like the, um, what was the 
country music, American... Oh, American music. American... I don't know. ACMs. Yes, American Country Music Awards. Whatever. I Clearly, we're not country <laughs> fans. We barely know what we're talking about here. But they he did a... Um, there was an app you could download, and it was synced... So, like, all these smartphones would do the same thing. Like, you would turn it on mm-hmm. during the concert, and there'd be, like, different flashing. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but when you go to a show and, like, a big, like, big epic stadium moment right. is happening. Like where a Brad Paisley song. <laughs> I was thinking maybe more of, like, uh, I think the reason I, it's because it was, like, a Coldplay song I've seen. It. Oh, like, right. I'm that talking about, like, sense. if you're going to go see, and it's just, like, during the power ballad, mm-hmm. you know? Um, if you're going to go see, like, say, Cher or something. Right. And you know how people maybe used to light lighters right? and hold up lighters? Yeah, they hold up cell, cell phones. Phone, and yeah. so now you can hold up a cell phone with an app preloaded and it'll do its magic. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, I know this is another segue, but it's music related. Oh, Christine and I, we actually didn't even talk about this at all, but I mentioned Cher. And did you hear about how the internet thought Cher died? No. So um, I don't know if you happened to catch the news, but uh, former... Uh, Prime Minister of England, Margaret Thatcher, passed away. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right? And the... She's not exactly the most popular. Right. Right? She's got... A, she's a controversial figure to some. And the hashtag that was trending on Twitter is, now Thatcher's dead. If you just look at it, it looks like now that Cher's dead. And so oh, a lot of Cher's fans God. thought she passed away, but she did not. She Cher is alive and kicking. This and you can... part of the hashtags. <laughs> It is because you don't understand what they mean. You're like, what, Cher? How am I ever going to wave my phone at your concert yep. again? Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so that happened. I digress on that. Uh, any other cool things you, you can think of for Coachella? or? Um, I remember a few years ago uh, when I was at Coachella, they had uh, Arcade Fire was playing like the, the finale stage and the finale song. That would be song. a band you would use the lighter that would be the band yes exactly but they they released all of these amazingly i mean they were beautiful but they were just like large balloons filled with led lights that would flash and then it was night obviously because it was last show but they just dropped them all on the on the crowd and the crowd was just like bouncing all these white led lit balls and it was pretty cool very cool yeah so yeah i'm curious i'm sure next week we'll be talking about some of the things they actually did do at coachella um one of the other things, speaking of Coachella, obviously it's a big music festival and music festivals are huge right now. Oh man. There's like a music festival every other week in the summer for everything. Yeah. But obviously Woodstock, like the, the grandfather. The, the most iconic of music festivals. Yeah. I think, um, I was looking up for the segment, some, um, documentaries on music festivals and I, you know, there's not really that many, um, documentaries that talk specifically about like uh festival culture because i know some people are really obsessed with visiting just all kinds of different festivals and they just travel around the country and just visit so many different ones but maybe we should just make one ourselves because there's not really one out there all right it's amazing let's go to coachella for sure there (laughs) i thought for sure there would be like a large number of these but there um, was a an infographic actually saw speaking of woodstock that was a and um, we'll post this to the blog as well. That was comparing um, festivals, music festivals from then to now. Obviously, they don't ever use the word Woodstock or Coachella, but they're like festivals, nineteen sixty nine versus right. now. And it was like, here's how much like a roll of film cost, and here's how you would call home, and here's how whatever. It was obviously very cell phone heavy because it was brought to you by T Mobile or mm-hmm. HTC or something like that. So. Uh, but yeah, it was just interesting. It's interesting how much things have evolved. Yeah, things have definitely changed. I'm, I bet the drug culture has not, though. I'm I sure it's all the same. I bet. I bet there were girls lying off to the side at these. I'm sure well. there were. I'm sure that doesn't change, and it was just me being an old lady. Old lady. Old lady Christy. Get yeah. with the times. I know. But so I did find some other um, interesting documentaries that you might want to check out. Obviously, the Woodstock one is available, but uh, there was this one called Watts, Wattstacks. Uh, I hope I'm, it's Watts, like Watts is LA with stacks on the ends, Watts stacks, Watts, I can't even talk anymore, I've had to really <laughs> too many of these red hot chili pineapples. Anyways, so <laughs> it's, it's this amazing soul concert in, in Watts, um, in 1973 and, um, 
it just, it had like all of the major, major, major headliners there. And it's pretty inspirational and actually inspired the Dave Chappelle block party. Oh, I actually, I'd, I think I knew that. Um, which I that. saw was really good. Um, and it's hilarious because it, it cuts, you know, the comedians in between the, the musical artists and it's just a really good kind of, I don't know. It's really inspiring. It just makes you want to pick up an instrument or a microphone or something. Even if you don't know how to sing or tell jokes, but I think that sounds like a, a something for a whole nother episode. I know it really does. I think we're it's, gonna we're just yeah. gonna get people in here who want to just pick up instruments, yeah, see what happens. Damn. <laughs> um, some other ones. The, the other one that I thought was interesting was um, "Can You Feel It," which is uh, based on the Ultra Fest in Miami. Have you heard of this one? I don't. I have not. What is the Ultra it's Fest? This giant uh, electronic or dance music festival like takes place downtown Miami. I can see that. I can see that. It looks crazy. Um, but it's basically like, you know, all those, it's Skrillex and David Guetta and all those people. But the, I, I guess, I think it's focused mainly on the music and then crowd shots, but it looks like an interesting, uh, watch. Um, there is one Kickstarter project and I don't know where, what the hell happened to this one. Um, it got funded. It's called The Pilgrimage. But I don't know the status on this thing. It got funded back in like 2011 or 2012. What's and the premise? The basically what it is is like uh, this: these two dudes are going to Bonnaroo. Okay. And they're traveling to Bonnaroo through like the back roads of the United States and talking about like festival culture. And this is exactly what I was looking for. But I don't know where this documentary is. So if anybody knows what happened to the pilgrimage, um, I'll put the link up on the blog. Uh, but I would be interested to see it. I feel like they just ran off with the money. They just needed yeah, to go to I don't know. I, I, mean, <laughs> I guess that's kind of the problem. I mean, not the problem, but like maybe a risk of Kickstarter. It's like if your project get, does get funded, but you can't actually pull it off, what happens to the money? It's true. I'm going to call out Colin Hanks right now mm-hmm. for being, he, I, uh, he funded the, they're doing a documentary about the history of tower records. Colin Hanks. Never happened. Still, it's happening. He sends updates every so often. I'm a backer. I used to work at Tower RIP there, but Colin Hanks, where is my documentary? Yeah, that's all. Going back to the pilgrimage, where is our documentary? Where is the documentary pilgrimage? Uh, and finally, the the one that everyone must watch. I mean, this should really be part of the homework. But if you haven't seen Searching for Sugar Man, you absolutely need to watch this this movie. It's not a festival, but it is about a man who was kind of a mystery here in the U.S. in the '70s, but happened to be a mega star in South Africa, like bigger than Elvis in during the, like the the apartheid era, had no idea that he was famous anywhere else in the world and was essentially lost until someone in South Africa decided to find out how he died because everyone thought he was dead. Couldn't find out. No, he's alive. He's living in Detroit. And uh, without giving the rest of the movie away, it's uh, incredible it's an incredible story i haven't seen it but i've heard it's on my it's on my netflix queue yeah and he's, queue. he's on tour now is he really which is amazing and i wish that i could see it he's actually going to be here at the warfields uh, in a few weeks but it's sold out of course oh man man yeah that is pretty amazing, amazing. really really good movie like cool. i cried a few times and i'm dead inside so whoa you are too yeah i thought that was just me i thought that was just me <laughs> Right. Well, if you were going to Coachella or any other musical fe- musical festival, musical festival. If you're going to a musical festival this year, this summer, let us know. Tweet at us at Nerd Friday Show. Let us know what your tips are, what you do, and like the coolest use of technology you see yeah. at these things because it's we're getting to the part where music and technology collide. Totally. You know? I mean, talking and technology is colliding talking right technology. now. Oh, that reminds me really briefly, speaking of music technology, I saw this really cool animated GIF of the last 40 years of music mediums in a animated pie chart. And it starts off, Ooh. it's like, you know, 90% vinyl, 10% other, like, you know, 8-track or whatever. And then as the 40 years go by, the pie chart changes. And now it's like all these different kinds of colors because it's like, oh, like an MP3 digital single, like a YouTube download or whatever. So it's pretty fascinating. We'll put that up on the blog as well. Looks fun. It is fun. It is fun. All right. Music festivals. Give us your tips. Give us your tips. Who's your fave? Who you can't wait to see at Nerd Friday Show. Which, um, yeah, brings us to the homework. Yeah, I think we're, we're coming to close at the end of our time here. Chrissy, what's this week's homework? Oh, man. I am super pumped about this week's homework. 
Um, <laughs> if you have not seen the Elysium trailer, Dude, get you, on it. You are missing out. You are missing out big time. Yeah, if you do not even know what it is, Elysium is the new movie coming up uh, with Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is being done by... This sucks that I don't remember his <laughs> name. Oh, fail. It is the... Uh, the uh, Google it. I'll keep talking. Google it. Google it. Beep, 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 pop, pop. No, um, it is the the director of District 9. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched the trailer this morning. It is rad. It is very much like a video game. Like, a with the, it's got the... Like, I watched it, and I was just like, I want to play that game. Except for, you know, that if they make a game, it's going to be shitty, because most movie tie-in games are pretty it, crappy. It's true. Neil Blomkamp? Yes, yes. Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp. How do you say his name? Who, I don't know. Blom. We're going. We're, we're ruining this. Blomkamp. Ruining a very simple segment, which is just well, just the goddamn homework. Goddamn homework. Watch the Elysium Watch trailer. Watch the Elysium trailer. Oh, and don't forget to vote for your favorite hero. Yeah. Don't let don't Snow let White win, win, no matter what. And extra, and extra credit. credit. Watch, Watch Dune. Dune. All and right. that's all the time we have. Check check the blog for some extras that we didn't talk about tonight, and then um, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter at Nerd Show, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.